Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 232 with our review of The Purge. I'm Christopher Schneezy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I are going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue on the latest film releases hitting a theater near you. Each week, we're going to try to give, bring you as much as many reviews as we possibly can. Uh, this week, we had a review of The Internship, where we had guest Stephen Miller with us, and then also what you're listening to now, The Purge. So, uh, how you doing? The Purge. The Purge. How you doing tonight, Carson? Uh, good. That's how people from Chicago say the title of this movie. Apparently. Duh. Uh, and in France, they call it Le Purge. Obviously. Um, <laughs> are, are, you, are you stoked that you record remotely so that you can't get infected by my weird disease that I have right now? I, of course, yes. Dude, it, it was totally one of those scenarios where, like, somebody at the office was sick, and then, like, they weren't at the office, and then, like, a day later, I was sick. If only there was a day in the year where all crime was legal, <laughs> and I you could just, get back at them. I could just murder that person. Oh, it would be so great. I mean, America <laughs> clearly loves the idea of the purge. Yeah, I mean, I, I, they granted it forty million dollars over three days. So, I mean, it is definitely an interesting concept. I mean, the idea that uh, you know the reason we have all these problems is because we have all this pent up like hostility and emotion and stuff inside us, and that if we could somehow just unleash that in some way at least one time a year, even if for only twelve hours, that somehow that would make us a peaceful society. Um, that's it's an interesting concept. I mean, I don't I don't know if in practice it could work, but. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, if if they actually had this for real, I don't think I would go out and murder somebody. I think all <laughs> I would need to do was... I just have a weird fascination with, uh, like, going into, like, a mall or a department store and just wrecking everything. Like, as a kid, I don't know why, but, like, I love like the scene in Jumanji where they drive the car through the store. Yeah. And like the scene in the Blues Brothers where they drive through the mall and they just crash into everything. Like to me, I would just do that and like pretend like I'm looting or vandaling and just go walk into a Macy's and that would be it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would spend a year reinforcing a car so that I can't get killed. And then I would drive that car into an Apple store and just steal all the <laughs> shit and then drive my ass home and then try not to die. Like, I think uh, that's true. Yeah, I would basically just, you know, go out and get all the things I want, like maybe a PS4, an Xbox one, and right, then, all the new stuff, and then a new Mac Pro and then a couple MacBook Pros and then some iMacs, you know, just get everything that I need. Maybe hit up the uh, the guitar local guitar center to get some new mic uh, equipment. Of course. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, like I, I would I would I would I wouldn't go around. You can't just go around killing people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't just go around and, and, and kill people. But, you know, I might I might do some stealing that that would be nice. I, you see, like I. I kind of would have liked to see more of that side. I mean, I feel like in this film, it was all about like, yeah, we're violent as society, so yeah, everyone well, would just go out and kill each other. But why, why kill society when you can kill the economy? I, I feel like if all crime was legal and you could do what we would rather do and just go loot some places, 
I feel like no one would ever buy anything. They should be like, well, I'll wait till, you know, the ultimate Black Friday, which is the purge. The blackest Friday. The blackest Friday of them all, the annual purge, and then just hit up, you know, Best Buy and be like, I'm set. I think it should be like a weekly purge, but it it, it, it should build up. So like the first, the first. Only on stores, though. Well, no, like the, the first, it'll be like, you know, Saturday, 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 Saturday. But each Saturday, the crimes that are allowed get worse and worse and worse. So it's only so by la- Sunday, it's just a free for all. <laughs> well, like the last Saturday of the month, murder is okay, but before that, it's just like you know assault, and then before that, it's just like petty theft, <laughs> and then before that, it's like insult or libel. <laughs> I, I, I think that would get too complicated, though. Yeah, definitely. The the one thing I really thought about, um, you know, in in during the course of this film is like, okay, let's say I take for granted everything. Let's say this system works perfectly, like. What is the day after the purge like? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a shitty day. If anything, if, it creates yeah. a lot of jobs because you need people to go around and clean up all the mess. I mean, it's not funny, but true, it's true. Yeah. Because essentially, there would be people who would go around and just be like the the mess cleaner uppers. Yeah. The cleaners. Yeah, I mean, totally. It would be like the. <laughs> I was gonna make a really bad job. <laughs> I was but just, yeah, it's like, I was just I mean, thinking of a, of a certain black and white film that involves a red dress. Oh, God. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, anyways. It's true, though. You would need people to, to clean up all the, the aftermath of, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, would, it would be not so good. I mean, I mean I, I, clearly you would need, you know, people to repair their stores and all that, all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Unless I mean, nobody thought to loot because they were too busy killing people. I guess, yeah. That's what this movie seems to portray. All right. Well, uh, what do you say we just get into this review of The Purge before we go too deeply into our, our thoughts about the world of The Purge? Uh, so let's take a look at the trailer and then let everybody know what we thought. Tonight allows people a release. And violence if they keep up inside them. Why don't you guys kill someone tonight? Because we don't feel the need to, Johnny. Just remember all the good the purge does. We'll be fine just like always, no worries, okay? This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge at the siren. All emergency services will be suspended for 12 hours. Your government thanks you for your participation. Help me! Someone, please, help me! I just need you to get someone safe. Does anybody hear me? let him in our home we have no idea who's after him our target for this year's purge is hiding in your home you have one hour to find him and give him to us or we'll kill all of you they can't get in here right they can't get into our home Everything is going to be okay. 
Nothing is ever going to be okay again. Okay, so here we have The Purge. As I was saying at the top of the show, um, basically the concept of this film is that one day a year, the government allows for a period of 12 hours in which all crime, no matter how heinous or what it is, including murder, is completely legal. And the idea is that uh, by allowing everybody this way to vent out all their frustration and their rage and their anger and their hate, um, we become this peaceful society. Um, you know, obviously some of the people in this universe have other uh, ideas of the, the dubious reasons why the purge was enacted. But, you know, that's basically the premise of everything. And we have one uh, family who is barricading themselves in their house to, um, you know, live out this night of the purge. And uh, their son, being a nice little boy as he is, <laughs> sees somebody running down the street in trouble and decides to let them into the house to help them, you know, be protected inside of the house also. And that sets forth a chain of events that uh, cause a bunch of shenanigans to go down and uh, nefarious things being happened by people who are arriving at the house trying to force the family to bring that guy out so that they can carry out their murdering of him. And, uh, extras from the strangers so uh yeah carson what did you think of this film well as we were talking about the concept is uh is pretty intriguing if not uh somewhat scary in the sense that <laughs> yes. if this were actually a law like I, I i don't know like i've just the world's already a crazy enough place i don't know if i would want this to actually be in effect but uh in movie movie terms i mean this is a pretty pretty good idea like uh us talking about kind of like the rules of the purge like what happens like the day after like what like you know what do people does everybody just kill like do people like go out and do other things like um that is more intriguing than this movie like the 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 idea is really just there to have like a pretty crappy horror home invasion movie um yeah, yeah so in short this movie is not good at all like I, I it's uh it's exactly how i thought it was going to be when i saw the trailer and was just you know kind of groaning like ah oh, this is going to play out just so by the books and uh yeah it pretty much did like i i think that the idea like the idea is just so much better than this movie because it really does feel like somebody saw panic room and straw dogs and just like pieced a bunch of stuff together and like <laughs> yeah i like that and you know uh well, they the strangers with, they came with a, with a great idea that would be great for fan fiction like you could write your own little mini stories of events yeah. that take place during the purge or it could be like a television show where you follow several different groups of people over the course of this one purge evening and maybe, yeah, miniseries or TV series. Would yeah, be, uh, and and like in in the hands of somebody who was really uh, smart, uh, you could actually have those stories interweave and be. It's like individual stories, but somehow all these people cross paths during the course of this twelve hour period, and like you could actually do something really interesting with this. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think so. I, for this, like the scope of the movie is very limited. Like it's not. We don't really get a sense of what other people are doing um, during the purge and other than just the people surrounding uh, Ethan Hawke and his family, like 
and you know the yeah like i don't know like i just feel like other oh and other than like the opening credit sequence which just shows a bunch of surveillance footage of people <laughs> getting massacred and getting massacred and which is just like that but that even that doesn't really show us the scope of this thing like it just shows you that like okay yeah on this night like people get crazy and kill each other like um and really like that's the only effective scene in this whole movie is the the credits with the sort of like uh off off it's it's kind of an off placed uh with the classical music there and i think that's the only thing that's like actually effective like the rest is just so standard and boring and and i mean this movie hinges on like the the stupidest act like the the son in this movie i just hated so much like this kid (laughs) needed to just go away like if anyone needed to be purged it was this kid what's funny though is i mean i'm i am going to try to insert some sort of significance which i arguably the film does not actually contain but um an interesting way to look at the child's actions um if you take the scene into consideration it's in the trailer i believe uh where yeah. he's like, how come you guys don't go out and kill somebody? Um, you know, like how, how he's like questioning why his parents don't participate in the purge. And they're like, oh, well, we don't need to participate in the purge. You know, that's just for other people. You could almost make the argument for this kid wanted to put the family in a situation in which the family would have to participate in the purge in a self-defense manner um, as a test to see whether the purge is actually helpful. You know what I mean? Like, because obviously the the... You know, uh, Ethan Hawke is, you know, he's really busy fortifying other people's houses for his daily job. And he's apparently not always around and has a weird relationship with a daughter or whatever. So it's almost like you could you could almost see in some edition of the script somewhere in which this kid played a more important role in the story that he purposefully set the family in danger in order to have to make them participate in the purge. Maybe. I mean, I, I think that's A, giving it too much credit, and B, <laughs> um, also just makes the kid even worse of a little shit. Like, I, I think he's just like, oh, like, I'll, you know, I'll make my family participate. Like, what a well, no, dick. Like, like, like clearly, clearly that's not, that wasn't the intention of the film. But I think yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's, you don't have to make too far of a leap. Like, you have to make more of a leap to accept the purge than you would to have to accept that character's being his motivation. Yeah, I mean, I, I purely saw it as, like, hey, we need a, a plot device to get, you know, the action rolling. Um, and I guess if you if they were trying to give it some kind of uh, credence that that would be it. But, uh, uh, I mean, either way, it's a dick move. Like, this kid should know better. Uh, first, first of all, this isn't the first time they've, you know, been around the purge block. Like clearly this has been an annual thing for a while. So he, you know, this is a routine that they do. Yeah. We like all, you know, hole up in the house and you know, what, what made this kid all of a sudden just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to let him in this time. Other than the fact, you know, trying to say that, well, he wanted his, you know, whatever, you know, making the parents participate, but yeah, still just looking at it as, you know, you know, surface level, you're just like, why? Like, it just, it just seems like they could have come up with a lot more inventive ways for someone to enter their house. Um, yeah, it just, it just didn't, it was just really, that was a wrong move in my opinion. Like for, see, I thought it was going to be like somebody 
Um, cause like even the, the people who come and are chasing that guy, like they really like, we never know why they want to kill this guy really. Well, I mean, it's, it's heavily implied that it's simply because he is homeless and they are rich and they feel that. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like their motivation, like doesn't really mesh with, I mean, the Ethan Hawke and this family just are in the way. Like I, I felt like. I thought they were going to go with the fact that, like, you know, Ethan Hawke works for the security company and then the people that were attacking their house were, like, employees of his company and they were pissed because, like, he was all rich making money off of his security programs and they were, <laughs> you know, the lowly employees or whatever. Yeah, well, I actually thought it was going to be the, the neighbors from the beginning. <laughs> like, yeah, or even that. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I just felt like there were so many different ways they could have approached it instead of the ways that they did, which were so generic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, like, even there's, like, some things, like, with the daughter and her boyfriend that are, like, weird, and then she gets all upset when things happen. It's just like, that guy sucked. Like, come on. And then uh, it the whole time it just bothered me that this little kid, that the kid character was just like he nothing faced him like he was just like a little evil shit who like all this <laughs> stuff is happening it's like you caused this dude and not once did was he like i'm sorry i screwed up um the daughter even apologizes like near the end of the movie it's like no this little kid should be apologizing because he sucks and he just sits there like oh well nothing like nothing faced him like oh people are dying like okay let me get little timmy out like i Oh, that just it just bothered me so much that, you know, it was a combination of just like the I don't know if it was just like the way the kid was acting or I think it was just like he just didn't have anything to do, but like the combination of him just like not caring and also like how everything was just so generically put together, I was just like, ah, just this is just such a fail. Yeah. Well, I think that What's weird about this film is I was actually okay with the whole setup to the film and even once all the events start taking place, like I was kind of fine and on board with that. Like it wasn't, it wasn't this stellar film up until that point, but like I was, I was along for the ride and I was enjoying it. I think it's really just that the end of this film is kind of wasted. Like once all the events start going, it kind of just loses steam and kind of just the actions of different characters and the the things they try to throw in to kind of screw with your expectations of where the plot's going um i thought were just kind of weak um but the setup even including the the situation with with the boyfriend and stuff like that i was actually i was i was impressed with some of the the choice i mean, i don't know if impressed may not be the correct word but i i was like i got to give them at least a little bit credit for trying to make the scenario of of being trapped in the home a little bit crazier cuz they 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 kind of they they try to pile on uh, threats as it is like like, you know, obviously this is a purgy time. So if you're out and about, you know, bad things can happen to you. Um, but what they do is, you know, first they bring in this outsider and somebody's trying to kill the outsider. But they don't know if they can trust the outsider either, because, you know, how do they know that he's not a dangerous person who just yeah. like, you know, there's there's parts where I wondered about that guy's motivation. Like maybe he was doing something on his own and trying to just l- trick people and letting him in so he could stab him to death or whatever. Um, but you have a, a scenario where you have people trying to get in a house. You have a person who's hiding out in the house. You have a family who's hiding out in the house and that person and that family are not on the same side. I mean, they both don't want to die, but they are both 
partially being held um, in threat because the other person exists in that room. So like there's there's a building conflict going on. And when they add the other scenario um, that kind of throws in that adds like a third element of danger to the house, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. But that danger immediately goes away, like right at during that scene. Like they don't they don't play it out long enough. Like if, if there was literally three threats going on all at once during the entire course of this film, it would have been a much more suspenseful film. But instead you get kind of just like, oh, we're going to throw this in for a moment. And now that's dealt with. And then kind of each scene, you don't really get to spend a lot of time with there being a danger. It's just momentary, uh, uh, like just quick moments of, of somebody being in danger and then then just a lot of waiting around and talking about uh, what's going to happen and then, you know, waiting for little twists here and there. But I mean, the movie is pretty short and I think there is a lot of uh, <clears throat> there's a lot more waiting around than actual threats going on. Yeah. And, and, and in the hands of, you know, another filmmaker, that waiting around could have been way more intense than um, just the, uh, you know, the actual action beats themselves. But I think really the. I think really the the main complaint I have with this film is that like the world is so rich with possibilities of delving into the the existence of this purge culture um, that the fact that the film doesn't really go anywhere with it kind of just it let me down especially when they introduce really weird elements like everyone in this world seems to be like a little bit of a sociopath like the existence of the purge for however many years has been going on in the context of the story has caused people to be completely desensitized to killing like um and, and you know that that may be a realistic thing like if it turned like part of the reason why people don't create or commit violent crimes against other people is because the fear of dying themselves you know yeah but in a world where you know, you can just defer those acts of violence until a time when there's no, like, it's okay. Like, I can see for for certain people that becoming desensitized. And it's like, oh, yeah, I just point a gun at somebody, pull the trigger, and they go away. Like, that's just a, a common thing. There's no immediate ramifications for it because all over the place people are getting killed. Um, but it seems like the constant referral to the new forefathers who have written this new constitution of the, you know, the purging, um, like everybody just like chants that constantly and is like super obsessed with it. Even, you know, in the beginning when they're showing the reports and it starts with like some news broadcasts with people talking about the purge. And at the end of the film, it talks about it. And like, everybody's always like, God bless the USA and our purge and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's weird that everybody's so much like that. And then like, d- did you stay through any of the credits at all? Uh, A little bit, but not really. I mean, uh, I heard some of the, the little news broadcast stuff. Yeah, like the very, very okay, so all the the broadcasts are all about like yeah the purge is great this year I got to go do all this stuff and it was super sweet and I killed some people and it was like super cool I did all this stuff and I feel so much better now and God yeah bless it was me. like people calling into like radio stations and stuff yeah but the very last call is a guy that says uh, he's like yeah I've been I've been celebrating the purge the last several years but this time I lost both my sons and I'm I was proud to be an American but now I'm not. And it's like hmm. the very last thing this film says is that the purge is a terrible idea. Like it, it, it's just so weird that like the entire film, it's all about the celebration and how smart it is and how the purge yeah. makes us a better people and a better United States and all this stuff. And the very last thing that the director or whoever made the decision to put that as the very last clip, it's somebody counteracting the entire film, which is just, it's so weird that 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 was done like that like i don't know what the message 
is trying to say. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, other than they, like, just decided to insert a different point of view. I don't know. Yeah, but it didn't feel like... It, it didn't <laughs> feel like a balanced way to kind of just... Like, oh, we're going to, like... we're Like, if they would have been bouncing back and forth between people arguing, like, you would get on a normal AM radio station, like... One yeah. caller calls in and says, yeah, I love taxes. And the other guy calls in and says, I hate taxes. That guy is a commie. And like, whatever, right. you know, like that that sort of stuff. This wasn't doing that. It was all people celebrating the purge followed by one guy who like really solemnly says like, yeah, I lost both my sons and I can say that I'm not proud to be an American anymore. And then that's the last transmission you hear. And it's just credit music after that. Yeah, I mean, it's weird how this movie only – shows the side of you know the people who are in support of it they don't show the people who are against it um and and it is i mean it it is weird obviously i think there would be a lot of people who would be for it and against it but there yeah it's weird how like you know even like during like at the beginning of the purge and like Ethan Hawke's just in his office and they just have a constant news feed going yeah. of live footage of people doing stuff. And it's almost like a reality show or something. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it is, but I mean, it's, it's kind of presented in that way in that, in that style. Um, and it, I don't know. It's just, there, there is just a lot more they could have done with it other than what they did. Um, and going back to what we were saying about there being a lot of waiting around, like there's just so many scenes where it just it feels like they take forever to find somebody. Like it took like it felt like half the movie for them to find the homeless dude that came into their house. Well, it was a really big house. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, and, it was and just, the, the people surrounding the house had cut the power. Uh, yeah, but still, it was just like ah, we need to stretch this running time, man. We're out of ideas. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. Well, the one thing, too, that, like, I think that they could have easily explored is the fact, I mean, as I mentioned before, the, the son is asking the parents why they don't participate in the purge themselves. And, like, they missed the opportunity to have, um, as Ethan Hawke is trying to to uh, uh, protect his family and is having to battle people and is, in fact, in a way, purging himself while he's trying to save them, like, they, they they didn't even explore the concept of of him actually getting like possibly getting into the fact that he is having to waste people away with a shotgun or an axe or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. they, they kind of there's I I don't know, I think it's a missed opportunity where somebody who somebody who clearly agrees with the purge either that or he's just like a super capitalist and wants to make lots of money on people who are trying to protect themselves. But yeah. it, it, it seems like a person like him who believes in the purge but doesn't participate himself when forced to participate would get something out of it. Like he would either decide that suddenly maybe the purge isn't as good for us as I think, or he would like at least show some sort of like, ah, oh, I'm actually releasing this stuff I've kept in for the last Yeah, yeah like some kind of arc, but that's, <laughs> that never happens. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah. And we still don't know if, uh, what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's no like other yeah, there's no resolution to like oh well, you know, will this family be participating next year or or are they just completely you know tapped out with uh, you know are they going to be against it or something? Yeah, it's just well, none one, of that. Like one, they, one they, thing for sure is that kid's not going to open the door next year. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
that kid is going to be uh, locked away in his special hiding place yeah. for the rest of the year. Um, yeah, it's just so weird. Like, th- that's almost like the better movie. It's like, what do you do after that event? How do you go on being a family? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, just like there's there's so much stuff they could have done, and they throw it all aside to just do the lamest, most generic uh, thing possible, which is like the worst offender because this this film was made for only three million dollars. Um, it was a low budget affair, and they <laughs> that was you know, the cost of renting that house for a week. Right, yeah, of shooting in the house. Um, but, like, because I was reading an article in, in the paper about it because they shot it in the val- up in up here in the valley, and uh, so they were talking about how, like, you know, they, they sacrificed, you know, having a bigger budget to have, you know, complete creative control. It's like, well, if you're doing that, then why don't you try and take some risks with the project? Like, why are you... You know, if if nobody is bothering you with this, like, why are you, you know, pumping out the most generic thing possible? Like, other than like, all they see is money, and it's just like, yeah, well, this will sell either way. We can sell it off concept alone, and yeah. that's all we need. Because I mean, and that's what they did. Because you know, they made they made their money back in late night shows the night before. Yeah. So, I mean. That's all. If that's if that's all they're shooting for, then fine. But it's just like it seems like a wasted opportunity, in my opinion, when you've got the creative control and you just don't do anything with it. Yeah, or maybe that was the creative part to them. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's the thing. It's just like you know, people people complain like, oh, the the studios interfere and everything. It's like, well, you know, th- and and then they praise something like this because it's a low budget thing, and it's just like. Well, no, like the, it's the exact same thing here because they did the exact same thing if, if it were like a, a bigger budget movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, I don't know. It's just like a huge wasted opportunity. That was, that was like what was more of a, you know, that made me even less on this movie was because of that. Because it's just like you have the opportunity to take some risk with it and explore this idea that you have and then you just don't yeah yeah well i guess uh most people should purge their desire to see this movie (laughs) (laughs) i mean i was thinking like since you know this would you know to avoid any kind of shenanigans like this like i was thinking like i would just have my house be uh, like how Ethan Hawke's house was where, you know, it had all the his security system and whatnot. But then it's like you have that, but it's like why don't, why don't you just have a panic room? Like just yeah. have like a big vault you get in. Yeah. Like, what, like his – even his security system seemed flawed and I know he had that line where it's was like, well, it's like 99% accurate or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like why – why don't you just have your company be like, we come and install a panic room in your attic or your basement or whatever. Yeah. Like, why don't like, Oh, you, some metal bars just, or not metal bars, but like a big metal sheet just goes across your windows and doors. It's like, I mean the, the, the masked people like very easily got in. So clearly that wasn't effective. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just sitting there the whole time. Like just, just getting like a, 
big ass vault and sit there for 12 hours and watch a movie well the other thing you could do is instead of having a, a regular house that has metal come up over the doors and windows you could just have a metal house <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? like you can't just pull, invest in a metal house you can't pull a metal door off of a a metal house like it's it's all one nah, unit no just and invest in like some lasers or something yeah but but seriously, that like that seems to be just have exactly what they had in the movie Panic Room. Like what? You know you know what else you could do? You could move close to the border and just go to Canada during the purge. <laughs> <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? You're like I'm gonna take a vacation one day a year where I don't have to die. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. I'd be like, <laughs> hey, um. On March twenty second or whatever, I'm going to Paris. Yeah, like like <laughs> that it, simple way to do it. I'm taking a trip <laughs> to taking a road trip up to Vancouver. Yeah, like there's got to be like you could even walk to an embassy somewhere, right? They got foreign embassies somewhere, right? Yeah, I mean, because they they didn't specify that it was uh, all of North America. They no, just it, said it, it the was U.S. Yeah, it was specifically the United States. Because yeah, or globally, they just said U.S. They didn't say anywhere else. Yeah, because they kept referring to the new founding fathers. Yeah, I mean, unless, again, we may be giving them too much credit and probably are, but unless their excuse was that, like, everywhere in the world was violent, you know, in the future, and the U.S. was the only one who adopted this system or something. I don't know, but e either way, like, the other thing that was kind of weird to think about is, let's let, let's say the purge was a real thing, right? And let's say that I wanted to kill you, Carson. Um, if I go to your house on the night of the purge and it's five minutes before the purge everybody else is off the streets no one's gonna know if i just kill you now like you know what I mean? <laughs> like who is somebody gonna come back the following day and be like wait a freaking second this body clearly died five minutes before the purge began we yeah how would they monitor that yeah like it, or if you uh, killed someone like a minute after the purge ended yeah like there may or may not be a scene in this film where people are just desperately waiting for the purge <laughs> yeah. to end and it's like, who, what's to stop somebody from going, oh, Purge is done, and then somebody going, cool, see you next year, and then shooting somebody in the face. Like, no one's going to be able to tell that that actually happened, unless, like, you were part of, like, a surveillance society. And that was just, like, like there were just auto turrets all over every wall with security cameras, and if you did something against the Purge, you would just get shot on the spot. Like, I don't know. They're, they're... That's the only thing I can think of, and maybe, again, we're probably giving them too much credit, is that the opening credits with all the surveillance footage we're supposed to believe that everything is monitored? Like, I don't know, because there's nothing like that in the movie. Like, the neighborhood where Ethan Hawke and his family live, there's not, like, a bunch of cameras set up on the street or anything. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I mean, the only thing that would make sense were to be, you know, if someone tried to kill somebody, like, five minutes before or five minutes after it, um... My only guess is that it would be caught on a surveillance camera and then they would later be arrested, like after the fact or something. Maybe. And they'd be like, hey, that was five minutes before, bro. Yeah. Because that, I mean, because like what, because all they had was a siren signaling that it started and then it ended. So it would be cool is if everybody in the, in, in the United States was given a special gun that became active at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, you know what? What about time zones? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like, if you're in Arizona, can you start killing, like, an hour earlier than... Yeah, because they don't, they don't go... 
Yeah, they don't have daylight savings time. Yeah, they don't do daylight savings time. Or could you technically, you know, be on one of those borderline states and be like, you know, finish the purge in one county and then drive over the next and be like, I still got two hours or whatever. Yeah, or like you start like you start at like nine o'clock Pacific time, but it's midnight Eastern time. Yeah, I don't know how they would do that. Because clearly it looked like it was seven to seven. Yeah. Unless they got rid of daylight savings time when they uh, initiated the purge. I don't know. Yeah, who, who knows? I mean, there's all these, there's all these things, there's all these rules that that come up, like like we are thinking of now. That it's just like what, like clearly they didn't think any of this through. They just thought, hey, wouldn't it be awesome if this happened? Like this is the idea. Now let's make this movie. Like they they, ha- I don't think they had any kind of realization of, well, what about this? What about this? And et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, it's clear that the the kind of description of the universe was really just there to set in motion the events of the film not to be the main character right yeah like they didn't think you know like i said they wanted it purely for the motivations to make this movie like not to have yeah not to care about anything else within the universe yeah which i mean again it would have it would be a lot more interesting if it was like a TV series and then you could get like all the rules and like, how does this thing actually play out? Yeah. Because you would have to establish stuff like that because yeah. Well, you'd have, you'd also have plenty of time to do that. Like you would. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you you couldn't just be like, Oh, here it is. Yeah. You need like Jaden Smith to be like, earth was one time a normal place, but now we have the purge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they would have to explain, you know, uh, why can't you just jet off to uh, to Europe or <laughs> yeah, exactly. drive to Canada? Um, unless, you know, on the day of the purge or the day before or whatever, you can't, like, no one can travel anywhere. I don't know. Yeah. And are there extradition rights? Like, if you're chasing a guy because you're trying, <laughs> you're trying to purge him and then he runs into Canada... Like, are the Canadian Mountie men, like, allowed to just be like, whoa, sir, you have to go back over there and die? Yeah, take off, you hoser. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, because, like, you, the Canadians are so nice and friendly. Um, I, I feel like they'd be like, oh, we will not participate in the purge. And the eh? good news is if you get stabbed 37 times, they have universal health care. So if you can cross the border, maybe you can exactly. get treated. Make it to the border and just get help. Uh what if you were chasing a guy though, but he fled the country? Does that still count? That's what I'm saying. Like, do you still have the right to go in there and yeah, like, to, to kill follow him? him? I guess if you killed him on American soil or something. Yeah, so you just carry in a handful of dirt, <laughs> <laughs> shove it in his mouth. You, you just America. You, you hold him out down on the ground and you pour it onto his chest and you stab him through the dirt and then you've killed him like an American. Yeah, soil. exactly. I don't know. Anyways, I think uh, we're we're starting to <laughs> venture into territory that's leaving the validity of talking about the film. Um, so what do you say? Yeah, we... dude, I I still say just get a panic room, man. Yeah, that's all I would do. I would just sit in the panic room and watch movies for twelve hours and then come out. Uh, well, what do you say we hop into the panic room right now and just let everybody know uh, what our verdict is for this film if they haven't figured it out already. 
Okay. Uh, if you were going to give this Carson a must-see, recommend with a caveat, uh, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or must avoid, what would you give it? I think you should go re-watch Panic Room instead of see this movie. So that, must avoid. That would be good. Uh, <laughs> you should rewatch Panic Room also instead of watching The Last Stand because it's a better Forrest Whitaker movie. <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. Yeah, this is this is a, a pretty pretty avoidy uh, type of film. Like I said, like the the first part of it, I was actually kind of on board with, but I think it's I think it's not that it's it's super terrible. It's just not really great. So those movies where it's, it's just like you see it and then you're done. You saw it. It's not, it's not anything to write home about. Like it, it's not aggressively bad. Um, so I, I thought it was borderline aggressively bad. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to elevate it to a pass with a caveat because like, I think must avoids are, should be, uh, it should be saved for once a year when we <laughs> see something completely heinous. <laughs> I never, <laughs> uh but yeah there you go that is our review of the purge carson if people want to find you throughout the week where can they do that uh you can go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com people can find me over at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com slash christopher irl you can find the podcast over the spoiler warning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show including our review of the internship with guest Stephen miller uh, you can follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from, I guess, the soundtrack possibly to uh, um, The Purge. If not, then maybe we'll we'll continually play a little more Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> if we got leftover tracks from the why not? <laughs> or you could just loop the uh, song in the trailer. No. <laughs> oh man, anytime like only only sometimes like what was was it the the remake of Last House on the Left where like they they had like a, a slow rendition of some like patriotic sounding song or something and like it actually They had the the uh, the cover of um Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah, like that. There that, was like a weird folksy cover. Yeah, like that worked perfectly. Like in, in Yeah, that, that was trailer, cool. I remember thinking like holy shit, like this feels badass. But anytime anybody's tried to replicate that since then like I just have been like ah, it just feels hokey. I don't get it. Yeah, it's it. Most of the time, it doesn't work. Like in the Purge trailer. Yeah, I I think that really, I I think if it didn't have that in the trailer, I would have walked in expecting a little more out of this film because like the, the beginning of the trailer is actually like pretty like oh okay okay I see what we're doing here. This is pretty sweet, and then like it kind of just turns into like a trailer for apparition or something. <laughs> <laughs> a trailer for just stupidity yeah yeah anyways uh, thanks for joining me Carson yeah thank you for having me and thank you guys all for listening we will see you next week